Hello, good morning everyone and welcome to another Sunday here at WAC. We are the church online service. Thank you so much for watching the video and listening to our podcast because we are also producing a podcast. And if it is your first time here, WAC, we are the church is located at Mandawe near Andy Hotel. And if things will get better, then we can already meet physically in our location. But since... Uh, we're still in this situation. We are. Uh, we cannot do so. I've heard though that uh, the restrictions are starting to ease out. So maybe we can see a light on this matter already. We as a core will uh, meet soon and decide if we could already meet physically and be with you guys. But as that decision isn't made yet, uh, join us on this online service every Sunday. Okay, but once na there's already a decision, Kai, we will post it on our Facebook page and probably send you a message as well. So keep your lines open lang and keep visiting the page for any uh, important announcements. Um, as that being said, we are here uh, online and you could, you could watch the videos and you could also listen to our podcast on Spotify and all um, podcast na mga platforms. You know, sometimes uh, atong ma miss out no ang mga blessings that come our that come our way, especially if things are not going in our own way, de ba? Merag, ah Lord, why is this not happening? And then instead of praising katong mga blessings that the Lord has given us, kay we tend to focus on the things that we haven't received. So, but I hope it will not be inganat na kisa ato ah, but. I hope that we will have still have a heart now that still praises and worships the Lord despite of the hardships that we are experiencing today. So one of the blessings actually na the church has received recently is that on the next uh, three Sundays for September, okay, we have a guest pastor, Pastor Chuck uh, Chua, and he will be sharing to us a very important lesson that we could use especially at this time. So uh, watch out for that, guys. And... Oh man, um, God has been good uh, sa kong uh, life and I hope that in your in yours as well. He is still uh, supplying us no, with grace, love, and mercy every day. And as we run the race, He is, uh, he is always there um, strengthening us, protecting us, giving us wisdom. So let's continue praising and worshiping the Lord. So for this morning, I'll be sharing to you a message that is relatable sa ito ang tanan, especially at this time. The title of the message is Freedom. What to do when I am free. When you are free, when I am free. So, freedom. Now, you might think that, ah, we cannot relate to that because we are in lockdown, di ba? We're, we're only at home. We're like prisoners at home. So, freedom can be like something that we can't relate as of the moment. But, keep on watching, keep on listening, and I believe that God has something for you today. Before we start this sermon, okay, let's uh, pray and ask God for wisdom and understanding. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for this wonderful morning that you've given us. Lord, uh, I am grateful. We are grateful, Lord, for this opportunity that we could still gather virtually. We could still hear your message. We could still uh, share, Lord God, the gospel to other people. Thank you, Lord, for providing this technology. Thank you for the internet connection that you've given us. And Lord, I pray that as we have this uh, fellowship, Lord God, virtual fellowship, I pray that you will give us a heart that um, is open and receptive to your word, a mind 
that is uh, that can understand you, Jesus Christ, your word this morning. And I pray, Father, that you will hide it in our heart, whatever we learn, and we will put it into actions, Lord God. I pray that um, there will be no interruptions at the time, Lord, Lord, at the moment. And I pray, Lord God, that you will be with us. Father, we praise you, we worship you, and we love you. Thank you so much. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Alright, so open your Bibles to Galatians chapter 5. We will be reading this verse. And so Galatians chapter 5 verses 1. It says here, It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. So what is this freedom that Paul is talking about here? To understand more about what freedom is, let us uh, look at it in the lens of um, or in the topic of slavery as what Paul uh, shared in Romans chapter 6. So Paul said that our lives before we come to believe in Christ is uh, subject to the slavery of sin. If you're going to look at Romans chapter 6 verse 20, it says there, When you were slaves to sin, you were free from the control of righteousness. This means that we were powerless against sin. So we were merely subjects to sin. We cannot get away from it. We cannot escape it. So we were powerless against sin before. There is nothing that man can do because we are all faulty. We're all sinners, right? It takes someone now without blemish, sinless, for us to, to take us away from that place. Uh, this is where God's love was personified through His Son, Jesus Christ. So Jesus offered His life as ransom, as payment no, for our sins in exchange for our freedom from sin. It is through Jesus that we are no longer in bondage to the slavery of sin. This is the freedom that Paul was talking about here. He was talking about freedom from bondage of sin that Christ has set us free. However, one can never be really free because if Christ paid the price for our freedom, once you believe that uh, in Jesus and make Him Lord over your life, you are no, you are free from the um, slavery of uh, sin. But now you are a slave to righteousness. So in Romans chapter six verse twenty two, it says, "But now that you have been set free from sin and have become slaves of God." The benefit you reap leads to holiness and the result is eternal life. So we can say that a person cannot be neutral. He can uh, he or she cannot be on the middle middle lane. You know, for example, this is the state of sin, this is the state of righteousness. A person cannot be in the middle. He or she is either a slave of sin still or now a slave uh, of righteousness. So and he or she can cannot be both put. Dapat one lang dyan. So either a slave uh, to sin or a slave to righteousness. So where am I going with this one? Uh, this lockdown, uh, may, we may have been uh, locked up physically in our homes, right? But when you think about it, it has opened so many opportunities for us to ponder about our relationship and our standing with God. How are you doing with God today? How is your relationship with God? Because during this time, we have been given a chance to look upon ourselves, to look ourselves and see our real character. 
di ba? We have uh, spent our uh, our time with ourselves more than we have spent siguro for last year or last last year. And we have uh, we are starting to see our real character, di ba? We have started to see our real priorities and more importantly our real master. To whom are you enslaved today? The answer lies on the actions and decisions that you do daily. Some of the questions that you might ask are, how are you doing your schedule? Is God still part of your daily schedule? What are you watching in your spare time? You know, these are these maybe are simple questions and actions that may seem insignificant. But when you think about it closely, these actions and these little actions and decisions uh, actually can, can either draw you closer to God or take you farther away from Him. That is why Paul is saying here in uh, Galatians chapter 5, verse 1, Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Because you might think that once you receive Christ, the enemy will stop bugging you. You know, you will have this immunity to sin or you will have this immunity to um, the prompting of the enemy. No! He is always persistent to get you away from God because that is His ultimate desire, that people will not draw closer to God. Rather, they will go farther from God. So, when we relax for a minute and let our guard down, we might find ourselves entangled in Satan's schemes and lies. In 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8, it tells us that we need to be alert and be of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. So he's just there waiting to pounce upon those people na magsigig laks-laks. Those people who are, you know, into themselves and thinking na, I am, I am okay, I am immune. Think These are all lies, diba? We need to be alert, we need to be at sober mind because the enemy can attack anytime. And so... Uh, we find ourselves, so if we, if we tend to lax, we find ourselves following Satan's version of freedom, which is offered by the world, and uh, instead of the freedom offered by God. So what are these two things? Let us differentiate uh, Satan's version of freedom, uh, which we can be found in the world, and God's version of freedom. So let's look at first uh, Satan's version of freedom. Uh, let's read uh, chapter 5, verse 19 in Galatians. Galatians chapter 5, verse 19. The acts of the flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity and debauchery, idolatry and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, and envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. So looking at this, these are all kano, mga actions done by the sinful nature or those who are still governed or those who whose master is sin. So these are the things that they do. So what can we get from here? We can get four things uh, from here on Satan's version of freedom. So first one is Satan's version of freedom gives you what you want. Diba? If you try to look at the acts of the sinful nature, most, if not all of them, spring from this famous line, because this is what I want. 
Diba? When you try to speak to people that uh, a man is for a woman, uh, it cannot be that man is for man or woman is for woman. It should be man is for a woman. People will tell you that, no, this is what I want. I'm gonna do what I want. And so they find themselves trapped in, the, in that lie of the enemy, that it is okay. When in fact, God says that it is not okay. So Satan entices you with the things that you want. This is a freedom for the world to do what you want, diba? And this is where Satan, you know, in, injects himself, injects his lies. Na ka na, sige, do what you want, do what you want, because that is freedom, diba? Uh, that is so liberating. The things that do, when you do the things that you want, you're doing the right thing, uh, diba? That, that, that is freedom, that is liberating. But that is Satan's version, and that is a lie. Second, Satan's version of freedom is based on self-desires. So, it is always driven by me, me, me. It's always me. Yan ang concept, yan ang idea behind uh, Satan's freedom. It's always selfish desires. One of the acts of sinful nature, in fact, is selfish ambition. Diba? We, we've uh, read that one a while ago. Always looking out for self and not thinking about others. Why, you ask? Because this is what I want. So you still go back to number one because this is what I want. Always pleasing self. Always pleasing the self. Third, Satan's version of freedom is emotionally driven. If you feel like it, then go do it. Don't think about anything. Just, you know, do what you like. This is what the enemy tells you. This is what the enemy tells us. That we got to do what we feel. We got to do what we like to do. Uh, not thinking about anything, diba? Uh, but only following our emotions. Tanan, emotionally dri- led, emotionally driven. Because I feel like it, I'm gonna do this. I don't feel like it, I won't, I'm not gonna do it. So, kana, ingana ang drive. Uh, because lagi, freedom, diba? So we get to do what we want now. Uh, drunkenness, for example, may be triggered by a broken heart, diba? Magmaoy. Or, Uh, you're facing a very big problem and you want to escape. And for you to escape, you drink and drink and drink. Diba? Emotion, emotions, uh, emotionally driven ang imong actions. The next thing you know, you're already addicted to drinking. Only to, only because you felt doing it. So, diba? That's, uh, without thinking sa unsay mahitabo, without thinking of the consequences, you do things right away. Why? Because you are emotionally driven. And again, freedom now quote unquote so fourth is satan's version of freedom is never real it's always a lie he might convince you that it is real but it is actually not real satan's version is a prison that locks you up away from god away from life because we know where god is there's life and satan uh, doesn't want you to live that life so he wants to entice you to over his side And later, you know, you'll realize that you've succumbed to the temptations of the enemy. And instead of freedom, you're experiencing actually imprisonment. And when the enemy is done messing with you, you are just left there in pieces, broken in pieces. And uh, you are trying to understand what happened. And that's where, you know, you start to lose um, you know, hope and all those stuff. Because the enemy has messed you up so bad. Because you you've been chasing this so-called freedom that 
the enemy has given you, which in fact is never real, is never true. Now let's go to God's God's version of freedom. How is it very? How is it? Dif- how is it different from Satan's version? So let's uh, look at verse twenty-two, still on chapter five, verse twenty-two, and it says here, "But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control." Against such things, there is no law. So, ang Satan's version, that was governed by the sinful nature. Okay? The master is sin. Here, in verse 22, it is governed by the spirit nature, or in the master is God. We see love, joy, peace, forbearance, and all these things. So, let's try to see. Number one, God's freedom gives you what you need. Contrary to uh, Satan's version, which gives you what you want. So God's freedom gives you what you need. 1 Corinthians 10 uh, verse 23 says, I have the right to do anything, you say, but not everything is beneficial. I have the right to do anything, but not everything is constructive. So here we realize that not all the things that we want is good for us or is beneficial for us. But all the things that you need that comes from God is good. You can see that everything that comes from God, that what He desires for you, that uh, are the things that you actually need, and which are the things that are actually beneficial for you and your growth. You may not want, for example, uh, you may not want to have self-control. When you are in a heated argument, for example, against someone, you really think that you are right and that person is wrong. So you may not want self-control at that time because you want to fight, right? Or for example, you are in a situation where you are unfairly treated. Uh, you think that it is unfair. You are on the losing side because you are treated unfairly, unjust, unjustly. Then you might not want self-control, right? But self-control may exactly what you need. Maybe exactly what you need. Why? Because self-control is your protection against uh, doing, you know, something reckless, harming other people, for example. Diba? So, uh, self-control may not be what you want at the moment, but it, it is exactly what you need. So, that is uh, what God's freedom is. It gives you what you need. Second, God's freedom comes with a purpose. It is not... Uh, selfish, uh, all me, me, me. It's not only uh, all your desires, your selfish desires, but it really comes with a purpose. And what is that purpose? You are given a purpose greater than yourself. Being freed, being saved, is not only for yourself, but for other people as well. That is why we are given the Great Commission, right? To go and make disciples of all nations. We need to spread the word. We need to spread the gospel to other people that they also might be saved. So it's not only looking at yourself. There's only fulfilling your selfish desires, but it's actually you're actually used by the Lord for a greater purpose. You are freed from the bondage of sin, and now you are saved to righteousness for you to be used by the Lord for greater purpose, even greater than you, than you can imagine. Right? You might see yourself that I am only here, but no, God wants you to use in other areas. Right? In areas uh, that you are not seeing yourself working with, right? or you're working in. So, 
you have a purpose you have a greater purpose and you could see that when you uh, have God's freedom when you uh, seek God's freedom third God's freedom is truth driven in contrast to emotionally driven which is by Satan's freedom Satan's version of freedom right? God's freedom is truth driven John chapter 8 verse 31 uh, Jesus said so he said to the Jews who had believed him if you continue in my word you are truly my disciples then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free what is the truth that God is uh, that Jesus is talking about here the truth is the word of God or the Bible God's freedom is not loosely based on some puny feelings feel um, the the anchor of of this freedom the foundation of this freedom is not on emotion right? but it is based on the truth on the word of God All right and when you look at uh Psalm chapter uh, 111 verse 7, it tells us that the works of His hands, God's hands, are truth and justice. All His precepts are sure. So we can see here that we can, you know, really trust on, the, uh, on, on, this, on this kind of freedom, on, on the freedom that God is offering to us. Because this is truth. This is true. This is, uh, if feelings tend to go away, come and go, the truth stands firm right? it is here uh it is here in the past in the uh, present and in, even in the future it will always stay the same because though god is truthful and he is trustworthy so we can say that god's freedom is really truth driven fourth god's freedom is real it is not fake it is not based on false on assumptions, but it is real and it is true. Right? But on the third, on the third point, God's uh, uh, freedom is based, is truth driven. Fourth, God's freedom is real. Tinuod. Not only is it truth driven, but it is also real. God is real, and so is the freedom He is offering us. He is not um, de- trying to deceive us. He is not trying to uh, win us over His side and you know just leave us hanging. No, it is real. We can bank on God because He is trustworthy and faithful. When you go to Psalm chapter thirty-three, verse four, it tells us that for the word of the Lord is upright, and all His work is done in faithfulness so we could really trust and put our faith in god because not a single promise ni lord na wala pa niya fulfill all of his promises he really fulfills and uh when he say that he is offering you freedom he he will really do it and that's uh, that's uh, what we need to look after that's what we need to go for god's freedom and not satan's version of freedom which ultimately just leads to death and lies and all those negative things so uh if we are given now we are given you know this this uh choice i follow satan's uh version of freedom or god's version of freedom and sometimes or most of the time satan's version of freedom tries to um attack our vulnerability with our desire of comfortability we, of course, we want to to feel uh, to feel comfortable. We want the easy things, easy ways, and uh, Satan really pinpoints on that and offers us uh, that version of freedom that you know exploits that side of us at once, comfortability and ease uh, and um, this easiness. But I pray that uh, we will choose 
God's freedom. That although uh, this may not be what we want, this is really what we need. And now we are, you know, looking at this time where we are given this opportunity, this uh, freedom to have our schedule, to, to choose what, uh, you know, what we want. I pray that we'll be led by God and really choose uh, to spend our free time with Him, to choose our, um, to base our choices upon His Word and really choose the ver- God's version of freedom that He is offering us today. And if, and if we choose that, uh, does that mean that the enemy will stop bugging us? Again, no, right? So the next question is, what should I do? Diba? If I choose God's freedom and the enemy is, you know, I'm still susceptible to sin. I'm still susceptible to the promptings of the enemy. So what then should I do for me to stay on track, to keep on track? So let's go to, I'll be sharing to you three things on uh, how we could fight the enemy and resist the enemy. So three things. First, let's go to uh, chapter 5, Galatians chapter 5, verse 16. It says here, So I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other so that you are not to do whatever you want. Remember, so that you are not to do, excuse me, whatever you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. So what does, uh, point number one is we need to walk by the Spirit. This means that we need to submit our all or everything to God. The only way we can combat the enemy is when we are empowered by God. It is not by might nor by our power, but by the Spirit. Diba? We need to be governed by the Spirit. So we need to walk uh, by the Spirit. So our, our actions should, should match with the, with, the, with the Spirit. So we should not uh, you know, have our own decisions, have our own actions. But we need to ask the Lord, Lord, is this, is this the right thing to do? Lord, I am being tempted by the enemy. What, how should I do? Uh, how should I? Uh, please give me the strength to resist the temptations of the enemy. Help me to have that um, to flee from the from the enemy. All, all of these things are comes from the uh, a surrendered heart, kay Lord, a heart that na magagad sa ginoo, a heart that really yearns to do what is right rather than what is easy and comfortable. So that is the first thing we need to walk by the spirit. Second, let's go to verse 24 in chapter 5 in Galatians chapter 5. Those who belong to Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. How how do we take this one? We need to take ourselves as living sacrifices before God. We need to be serious, diba? About giving our lives to the Lord. And we should not be mediocre about it. When we say that I want to follow the Lord and I want to walk by the Spirit, you really need to do that. We really need to have that um, decision. Diba? We should not, uh, you know, pa-easy-easy lang na, Kani, today I'll be this and tomorrow I'll be, I will not follow the Lord. But we need to have the decision and we really need to be serious at it in our walk with the Lord. Because the God is not joking around. The enemy is also not joking around. I think the only one joking around is you. With, with your 
uh, with your mind na here today, here tomorrow, uh, the, the, uh, tomorrow kaya I'll be on this side, diba? The only person that is joking here is you. So stop joking around and be serious with your Christian walk. Be serious with your uh, life diha kay Lord. If you want to follow the Lord, then follow the Lord and follow His ways, follow His teachings. Read your Bible and see how God wants you to move. See how God wants how God wants you to approach the things that are happening now in your life. Be serious with it and stop doing mediocrity. Third, since we live by the Spirit, let's go to verse 25. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Wow. We live. For, on the first one, it's walking by the Spirit. Third, uh, Here in the third point, we live by the Spirit and keep in step with the Spirit, which means it is, it is a daily task, diba? To be in line with the Spirit in order for us to do what is right. So it is a daily conscious decision to choose God uh, before anything else. to choose God over the enemy. So it takes uh, us daily to every day. We need to say, today I'm gonna choose the Lord. Today I'm gonna choose the Lord. It is a conscious daily decision to uh, to choose the Lord over the enemy. So those are the three things that we could do in order for us to combat the enemy. First is to walk by the Spirit again. to say that, uh, to submit our everything the kay Lord, our, our heart, our minds, our decisions, our actions, our plans, our dreams, and to say that, Lord, these are all yours. Uh, I'm gonna walk by you. And uh, the only way that I could beat the enemy, uh, to f- I, I can flee from the enemy, is to be empowered by you. So, Lord, please help me. Second is to not be mediocre, to, not, to stop fooling around, and to really have the decision to follow the Lord. We need to Uh, crucify those uh, fleshly desires and those passions and to say that I'm done with you, I'm gonna follow the Lord and really have that fixed and focused eyes on Jesus. Third is to live by the Spirit and to be in step with the Spirit. It means to have a daily conscious decision to follow the Lord and not you know, be fickle with our minds but really to have that focused mind and to have that daily and conscious decision to follow the Lord. As we are given uh, more freedom now in terms of choices, in terms of our time, how we spend our time in these tough times, may our character be built no, in Christ-likeness. Makita, we can really see how our characters are being built, especially in this time. We are challenged and we are challenged so hard in this time no, to be more like Christ. And I pray that we will have the decision to follow Christ and to be more like Him. We may, uh, may we see through the schemes and the lies of the enemy as we spend more time with the Lord and read His Word and be uh, and really soak in, you know, whatever He's teaching us. I pray that we uh, that we will ask the Lord to let us see through the schemes of the enemy and how He moves, so that we can avoid, that we can fight, and we can combat it. And uh, we could fight over our fleshly desires by not seeking it. Rather seeking uh, this, uh, the desires um, governed by the spirit, the sp- uh, spiritual desires. As Spider-Man says, diba, China po uso na line na, great power comes great responsibility. In this time, I believe great freedom comes great responsibility. May we, ha- may we be responsible of 
the time that God has given us may be responsible of the life that we have, of uh, the blessings that we have right now. May we be responsible of those things. And this message may uh, come in ouch, may come in ko ano, kanang, uh, as a rebuke, as a warning to you. But probably that is what you need right now. A punch of truth so that you will wake up from that mediocrity and really start to think about your life. Because I've seen this video in Instagram and this pastor was preaching and he says, um, the worst thing, uh, the worst words that a Christian can hear is when they go to heaven and they will say, Lord, Lord, didn't we... Um, uh, share uh, share about you and the, and the Lord will say away from me you evildoer I do not know you and he says that these people are calling them these people are not unbelievers these people are uh, people who call themselves Christians because they are saying Lord Lord to Jesus right and so uh, these are Christians that are living a lie these are Christians that are thinking that they are they are you know that they are not um susceptible to sin anymore because they are freed from this uh, from the bondage of sin that they are immune to uh, already they have, they have this immunity to the promptings of Satan because they are already uh, freed from the bondage of sin these are the people that are living a lie and when they go to heaven the Lord will just reject them because they've been living a lie and I don't want that to happen to you as much as I don't want that to happen to me so we really need to be focused we really need to be um you know be true we really need to be um what you call this serious in our walk with the lord especially in this time uh in this time where anxiety depression um hopelessness seem to abound around us i pray that uh we will be instrument of god to reach out to other people but the question is, how can you be an instrument of God if you are not serious with your walk with the Lord? If you are just living a lie, that you're just calling yourself a Christian, but you are not doing it, that you your actions don't match your words. So I pray right now that if this is if this message comes to you as a rebuke, as a warning, uh, I pray that we all come in repentance to God. Um, this is a call, right? Might be a call for repentance and. For you, in, in your ways, your your ways must be changed and must be aligned with the Lord. You know, uh, God is available. He hears us. He sees us. He listens to us, actually. And He knows what's inside our heart. And I pray that our hearts, you know, yearns for the Lord. Yearns for um, to be really free from the bondage of the enemy. And to be uh, enslaved of Christ. To be enslaved of righteousness. Because once we have God as our master... God is the best master there is. He provides for you. He looks after you. He loves you. He he desires what's best for you. About what you need more than what you want. So he wants what he knows what's best for you and he wants what's best for you. So I pray right now that if you've been in a situation where um you know it's not a good place, you've strayed away from the Lord, uh, you've distanced away from him. This is the time that you draw, that you go back to Him, that you, uh, you know, seek the Lord again. And it, it, it's not too late, you know. Don't wait for the time to be, uh, to be too late. But right now, come to the Lord, return to the Lord, run back to Him, run to the Father. 
he's there waiting for you with arms wide open so i'm gonna pray with you on that and uh, i'm gonna end uh this message a uh, god's message with with a prayer that's all about down our heads and open our hearts to the father and be you know and, and repent from all the things that needs repentance so let's pray father thank you so much for your word thank you so much that you're a god who who forgives you're a god who loves us so much lord i pray that our hearts right now uh, you know will be in repentance lord with all the things that we've done wrong all the, the decisions lord, that we've done wrong with all the kind of uh, straying away that we've done running away from you pursuing freedom that is offered by the world and now we realize that these are all just lies of the enemy Lord, I pray that as our eyes are open to this truth, I pray that we will accept this truth in our lives. And Lord, I pray that our hearts are broken, Lord God, before you. And I pray, Lord, that as we come to you, Lord Jesus Christ, in humility, Lord God, and repentance, I pray, Father, that you will start changing our hearts and thereby changing our lives, Lord God. Change your thought processes, Father, that we will desire, Lord Jesus Christ, the things that are spirit-led to jesus christ and not uh sin-led to jesus christ father i pray that our our hearts their god will be in line with you and lord i pray that every day we walk with it by the spirit that we, Lord Jesus Christ, crucify, Lord God, all these uh, desires, these passions, Lord God, by the enemy, Lord God, that is placed in our hearts. And I pray, Lord, that as we accept you in our lives, Lord Jesus Christ, and we accept, Lord God, that we are free from the enemy, Lord Jesus Christ, bondage of the enemy, we choose, Lord God, to be slaves, Lord God, to be slaves of righteousness, slave to righteousness, Lord Jesus Christ. Because, Lord, with you, Lord God, there is life. With you, Father, there is freedom, Lord Jesus Christ. Christ. And with you, Lord God, there is abundance to Jesus Christ. Not in terms, Lord God, necessarily in terms of finances, Lord God, but we are abundant to get in love, joy, patience, Lord God, uh, forbearance to Jesus Christ, in 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 gen in uh, gentleness, in guide, in in kindness, in self control, Lord Jesus Christ. By the fruit of the Spirit, Lord Jesus, we get to see this fruit, Lord God, um, grow. Uh, bearing the god we bury this fruit like in our lives to jesus christ when we look and follow the spirit so lord right now we come looking in submission and humility father help us lord god to stay away from the enemy and to follow you lord jesus christ it is a difficult task it is a difficult decision it is a difficult journey but lord i believe it is worthwhile lord god because with you lord jesus christ is life and with you lord god there is freedom so lord i pray that we will come before you today anyone lord god who is hearing this who is seeing this through jesus christ will come in repentance to us in Lord jesus christ and we submit this life to you lord god and we receive you as his lord as his or her lord and savior father we thank you and we praise you lord god and we rejoice with the people lord god who has come to jesus christ uh, to accept you as their lord and savior and i know that you that the angels there and you lord god there as well lord jesus christ uh, are rejoicing lord god over the people over this person lord jesus christ that is submitting lord god his life or her life gets in Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you so much, Lord, and we give you back all the glory, honor, and praises. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Church.
uh, every day at 30 p.m. We are also having this uh, prayer time, so you might want to uh, have your 8:30 p.m. time as your prayer time as we pray for uh, the uh, this pandemic, as we pray for churches around the world, for the persecuted churches around the world, for the leaders in the churches, for those who are coming. For those people who are coming to Christ already, for those who are starting their journey, for those who haven't started their journey, let's pray for them. For our frontliners uh, and backliners, for those who are still working despite of this pandemic, all those things, even for our leaders of our nations, that they will not be corrupt. And all these things happening, I pray, uh, we pray, you know, that um, they will be given wisdom by the Lord, and you know, uh, that they will listen to. Uh, God more than their desires in their lives that they will not be sin led no but uh, spiritually led so and if they are not if the leaders that we are that we have are not believers of Christ if they are not uh, sur- if their lives are not surrendered to Christ I believe that they are still like us no na kanang they can come to Christ and uh, receive him and I know na if Have, if we have leaders that are surrendered to Christ, we, uh, I believe that kind of things will really change in our country, in our nation. So may we not feel hopeless, but hopeful that God can work in the lives of anyone and of everyone. So let's continue pray, uh, praying for that. You can message us here on Facebook. Uh, you can message us directly, and we will uh, put that in our prayer list. And uh, if you have your praise report, can we could uh, you could share that, and we could share that in our Facebook page as well. No, if uh, so that other people also will be blessed through your stories. And can let's not wait. No, na kanang we will be. We will be gathered physically uh, that we will share our stories. But even right now, let's share our stories. Uh, even how small uh, we think or insignificant we think that is, we never know that that is very important or that is very impactful for other people. So share your stories. Share your um, amazing Lord stories, especially at this time. Share your kind of testimonies and praise reports as well as your prayers here on our Facebook page. So, Guys, uh, I'll see, uh, we'll see you next Sunday with Pastor Chuck here still in our Facebook page. And I'm very glad that you are able to join us today. So God bless and keep walking by the Spirit, living in the Spirit, and crucify those fleshly desires already and do away with them. Start following the Lord. God bless everyone. <laughs>